The Digested Read by John Crace Twenties Girl by Sophie Kinsella Two things not to tell your parents. One, that you're like still so in love with the boyfriends who dumped you. Two, that you're like writing the sort of derivative chiclet that starts with a list. Oh, Mum, I whine. Do we have to go to 105-year-old Aunt Sadie's funeral? I'm 27, and I'm sounding like a five-year-old. Still, best to keep in step with the average mental age of the reader. I check to see if Josh has texted. He has. I dumped you because I can't bear being called Josh. Every posh twat in a rom-com is called Josh. You've got to be Josh, I reply, because you're going to be the Hugh Grant figure in the second-rate film of the book. And if you're Hugh, then I can be René Zellweger. Besides the three of us, there's only Dad's multi-millionaire brother Bill, who is obviously going to turn out to be a baddie because his half-witted daughter is called Diamante, the ideal debut for Peaches Geldof, at the funeral. I'm nodding off when a voice whispers, Stop the funeral! I need to find my necklace. There's a woman in her twenties sitting next to me. Who are you? I ask. I'm Sadie's ghost. Oh, I get it, I say. Nobody but me can see you. It's all very odd that you suddenly think Aunt Sadie has been murdered, Lara, my parents say on the way home. It's even odder anyone took me remotely seriously, but what if uh, it's as close to a sensible plot as you're going to get. Come on, Sadie, I say. Let's, like, go home and have hijinks together. OK, Sadie smiles, but first the script demands a bit more pathos. Oh, woe is me, my business partner's left me and my headhunting business is going down the tubes. Oh, please make Josh love me again. He's not right for you, but if you must learn the hard way... Something is making me say I love you, Lara, says Josh over dinner as Sadie forces the words out of him. But all I really want to do is get out of this book as fast as possible. Oh, Josh, I swoon, you do love me after all. Come on, says Sadie, let's find the necklace. How odd, a wicked Uncle Bill took it and Diamante has taken it for her fashion show. Oh, look, it's gone to Paris. I don't like the bloke Ed you lined up for me, I shout at Sadie. He's like so repressed. He's perfect for you, Sadie says. I had a lover once in the 1920s. You did, I say. Gosh, maybe I can learn something from you after all. This is a very tender moment. I've dumped Josh and my career is back on track. You rock! You're not really my type, says Ed, kissing me, but since I'm the Colin Firth character and we've now had our fair share of misunderstandings, we can be together. That's disgusting, Sadie shouts, stomping off. This is getting more and more ridiculous, I shrug. A jealous ghost who wants to jump Ed's bones? I have a hunch I ought to go to the National Portrait Gallery. 
Oh, look, I cry. There's a painting by a famous artist of Aunt Sadie wearing that necklace. Wicked Uncle Bill must have flogged it behind my dad's back and he took the necklace in case anyone put two and two together. I don't really see how anyone could get away with that, Ed says, scratching his head. It's too stupid an idea even for Richard Curtis. Oh, look, someone's just posted you the necklace from Paris. So let's get married. I'm sorry I had a hissy, Sadie said, reappearing. But if you put that necklace around my corpse and bury me, I promise I won't bother you again. Promise? Believe me, I want to get out of here as much as you. The digested read digested. Sadie comes back from the dead, only to die on the page. <laughs> 